Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. On this episode, we update you on our Strava group. We share our runner's highs and runner's lows and discuss why running is stupid. Well, really. Not really. Yeah, but really. Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Lissy. Welcome to another episode. So this week in exciting Strava news, we set up our own club on Strava. I didn't even know you could do this. This was a suggestion from Sam that we suggest we set up our own club. So we've done it and we're 11 members strong at the moment. <laughs> so if you're on Strava, come join us. What are our stats? I want some key Strava stats. Um, key Strava stats. So yeah, there's 11 of us in here uh, this week. Oh no, that's me. I've run 10 and a half kilometres this week. Woohoo. Nice. Um, uh, it doesn't, doesn't tell How you do our you total. Know? Oh, that's annoying. I wanted us to... Should we do some our group, Yeah. Um, our, our key person, our leader every week so far, it's been two weeks, um, has been <laughs> Steph, who's like kicking all of our asses as usual. So, you know, maybe we'll just like leave her at the top and then we'll have an actual leaderboard <laughs> underneath her. But yeah, this went very down very well on um, Twitter with uh, some some bants started already um, on the uh, leaderboard, which is good. Uh, so yeah, come and join us on in our Strava group if you just search one for the road podcast. Um, also, notice today that you can like set up events and club runs and stuff. So maybe that's something we'll have to investigate in the future. Yeah, I'm really enjoying. There's loads of pictures on it. You can see everyone. Everyone's taking photos of their runs and posting them. Oh yeah, it's a really like nice feature of Strava now that if you take a photo whilst on your run it 
automatically shows it on the app even if it wasn't one that you shared to social media it knows that it was at the time of your run ah, yeah you can see where, where it was on your route as well creepy Which... careful not to take too many photos of your house <laughs> yeah a bit weird but... wow yeah there's some good park run ones in here as well like today's today's like we could have like a park run competition who's been to which park run yeah weekends are good for Strava activity aren't they um, so let's go straight into our runners highs and runners lows Harry highs and lows this fortnight uh, cool let's start with my high I think my high has been today this morning I went to park run I went to Southwark park run which I haven't been to for a little while and I caught up with our very good friend Lauren we had a really nice it's three laps of the park which is fine as discussed we're not really fans of lap doing laps but but three is good yeah three is okay and we um, just got a chance to chat, really. We just chatted more than thing. Uh, we had quite a fun game with a man with a pram. He overtook us, then we overtook him, then he overtook us, then we overtook him. He was like our main goal for the whole race. People with prams at Park Run scare me because they're always, like, amazing. Yeah, he was very speedy. And he had, it was like his pram was designed for running, though. There was, it was uh, just a proper one. Yeah. It wasn't, like, full-on buggy. There's a woman who I've seen at another Park Run I've been to, and... It's like, a, you know, like a normal pram, four wheels, quite wide berth. Like, I always think that's that's just complicated. <laughs> like, how does it take corners? You know, today's one looked more like a wheelbarrow. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. The baby seemed fine, too. Yeah. I always sort of think, what's it like for the child? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pushed my nephew in his pushchair uh, a few weeks ago and tried to do a little bit of a jog with it. And I was like, oh, this, this is difficult. Good good upper body workout ah, as well. I see. Yeah, often they only run with it in one hand. Mm. Do you think that's a technique thing? Because if you ran with both hands, do you... Yeah, because you the, need your like, arm in the way. to move it as yeah, well. Yeah, for a bit of momentum. I don't know if I'm ever going to be that kind of mum. <laughs> or that ever kind of like, if I have a child to, to push. To go running with them. Okay, what about your low? Oh yeah, my low. I think, uh, well, I because I've had that crazy... I've had a bit of a crazy old week. And um went to Barcelona for like literally 24 hours, twenty maybe like 28 hours. Okay. It was fast. But I got there and it was for a conference. There's all the conferency things happening. I managed to squeeze in this like half an hour run. So it's, it's a bit of like a half high running in Barcelona mm. and in shorts. Although mm, everybody nice. else, every, literally... Like, obviously, January in Barcelona, so lots of people wearing their winter coats with scarves. And I'm, like, prancing along the road in my in my tiniest running shorts because I was like, like this it's is warm. It's so warm. It was such a nice feeling. It really was, like, vitamin D. Oh, amazing. Nice. That was great. But the low of it... Actually, the so it's not really a true low. It was just that I wanted it to be longer. I was just really sad that I only managed to do... I don't think I even managed half an hour. It was... I kind of... Because I needed to be back to go networking and whatnot mm. didn't really have enough time so it's it's you know a kind of fake low yeah it's, i've got two highs this week <laughs> good what um, about you so my i've got two highs one's not running but it's fitness related so mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago it was uh nike women's week and i was lucky enough to get a space at the yoga with fat buddy yoga which was in the shard oh, that was the best one i wanted to get into that it was so good so i got into the seven o'clock in the morning session in mm. and it was in the shangri-la hotel and mm. we were in a room that overlooked uh the kind of st paul side and yeah so it started when it was dark and over the course of the 45 minute class it got light and it was 
Oh, it's just so good. Was it full glass? So it was yeah. a bit of the shard. You know, like yeah. it was like a we were on a corner full bit of the shard. What a yeah. special experience! Like was, that's so unusual. It was so good, and her classes are really good as well. Mm. And she took a time lapse of the whole class, which mm-hmm. I'll put the link to it on the website and on our Twitter because it's so good. And you can see me in the corner. It's like, yay! I'm and you look famous. good too. You look totally like being a proper yogi. <laughs> it was so lovely. Um, so I think they do more cl- not her particularly but I think there is yoga classes that run in the shop. oh really so, oh right oh would be yes I've heard that actually they're called like yoga in the sky or yeah something, something like that because like they have them in the sky garden as well because yeah. I looked at also they do yeah they do them at the tower at tower bridge on the glass floor but they were they were really expensive I think they were like 30 plus quid a class so yeah, treat yoga, but that was awesome. And my other high running wise was last weekend's long run. I joined my friend Michelle and some of her other friends for a football run. So for her marathon training, she's running to every football ground in London. I'm not supposed to, I'm not sure if that's a secret or not. Um, if it is, sorry. And last week we went to Craven <laughs> Cottage, uh, the home of Fulham Football Club, which was a awesome little run. Well, not that little actually. Mm. Um, yeah, you're crossing up some good miles. King's Cross to Fulham along the river, and we went some bits of Battersea that I'd never been to before. Mm-hmm. So that was nice, although it was raining most of the way. Oh, yeah. But really good to get like, what was it, 17 kilometres? Or you know, I can't. 10 and a half miles okay, for good, the good. Imperial that's people. So, that's so many. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You're, you're tucking away the miles right now. Yeah, it's good. I love not marathon training. It's interesting, isn't it? Without that pressure, you're still... You're probably doing more of the running than you were when you were marathon probably. training. Probably. But it's also really nice to know that, like, 10, 11 miles or yeah. 15, 17k is, like, more than enough. Yeah. Whereas before, you like, that's your kind of absolute base and then you yeah. start ticking over that. So it's nice to not have to go over a half marathon distance. Yeah, I do agree. I, I really like... I like to feel I really want to at the moment I'm very happy when when I can keep that kind of 10 miles mm. as my amount I really like that I feel it's a very nice number and a nice amount of time to be out running um so talking of marathons yes I feel like I caught you out last episode about talking about Helsinki <laughs> you did a bit thoughts <laughs> I haven't booked it I haven't booked a marathon so my whole view on oh I'm never gonna do a marathon again which I don't, I don't think I ever strongly said. No, I don't think you did either. And I, I didn't probably feel like that You're either. You're definitely not in my camp of, oh my God, man. No, I'm not there yet. Although, you know, probably give me one more. <laughs> That'll be enough. I'm definitely of the belief I'm not going to do them for the sake of it. I'm definitely of the belief that I'm only Anyone that does marathons for the sake of it is weird. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I say that as though, like, that's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. But people do, like, I think more what I mean, I suppose, than, like, yeah, personally, is that in my roster of standard running... To me, having like two or three half marathons or even, you know, four half marathons in a year it is a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's like a that's like a the furthest I would go or the most races I would do or the longest distances I would do. I don't I like I don't feel like I want to make that roster about marathon distances yes. or ultra distances. Yeah. You know, I'm quite happy that that's half marathon. Yeah. And that a marathon is like a really big thing. Yeah. And I keep that as like a big thing because I think I, for me, the most thing was that like I really enjoyed it and I you know the broad scope of it and I liked the training it wasn't like the training killed me but I also am enjoying remembering like that I'm you know that I'm not doing it so I'm trying to build that moment so that I do it when I really want to mm. and it's been the right amount of time I am quite keen on trying to get my time down a little bit 
because uh, <laughs> quite like to be able to just say I've done, I can do a four hour a four hour marathon. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about the September because I was sort of we're talking about doing a Scandinavia holiday, summer mm. holiday. So I kind of half thought, oh, I could work in a that could be the start of the trip. Yeah, because I'm not doing very much running tourism this year, but um, I then thought actually I would rather have maybe a bigger goal next year yeah and and say and save it because it's mm. that's to me i w- would quite happily do a half in september and you know still get to do running tourism so yeah so maybe next year watch this space <laughs> probably gonna go in the tokyo ballot <laughs> oh interesting that is good mm. okay well i think that kind of ties in nicely with saying that um running is stupid <laughs> today on the podcast we share with you our thoughts that running is stupid <laughs> one year in Something's hit home for us. Yeah. Tell me, Lizzie, running why do you think running is stupid? Well, it is stupid. There's lots of reasons why. So this this has come about from a really funny BuzzFeed article that uh, came out this week, uh, which probably isn't going to work very well in a podcast format, given it's all <laughs> visual, but we're going to go for it anyway. Uh, 15 charts that will only mean something to people who love running, and they're just stupid things that people think whilst running or going for a run or that kind of thing like the one that says reasons you love to run and it's like a quarter uh, these are all pie charts a quarter alone time a quarter stress management half bagels it's true it's true you can never eat bagels when you don't run <laughs> this is true because apparently bagels are, are they like, really bad for you they're like the equivalent of like eight slices of bread oh <gasps> why because they're like really dense oh which I love bagels. kind of ruined the joy of bagels for me so i was like yeah. yeah they're the same as toast right i thought they were just the same as toast no oh. i don't think they are well well there's a revelation that's upsetting well i'll just have to keep running yeah so i can eat bagels thoughts you have whilst running is this, <laughs> is this sports bar working do i have to pee how long have i been out here how much longer till i'm home carbs <laughs> there's definitely a lot of meal planning that goes on when i'm running i'm like what am i going to eat when i get home what order shall i do things in and it will be like shall i shower and like and I could stretch while I was in the shower. Yeah, like logistics planning. But yeah. this one's all wrong because carbs is like the biggest proportion of it. But for me, it should definitely be, do I have to pee? <laughs> yeah, you always do, don't we? <laughs> I like that's one of the main things I remember about you from when I first met you was like knowing where every toilet is in London. I am still yet to do this. And I keep saying this all the time that I need to do like a comprehensive post of mm. where all the best public toilets are in London for when you go running. But that is a massive concern. But again, while, why running is stupid? Because no other point in my life do I feel like a five-year-old where I'm like I need the toilet I need the toilet I need the toilet all the time I'm like what other sport is like that you don't need it there's not really no, sports where you're so concerned about your, your whole yeah, bowel system no other sport you will run like 10 miles away from your house mm. to a like, place where there isn't anything no exactly um your laundry like oh, yeah. 90% running clothes tiny sliver everyday clothes I mean, also true of any sporting activity, just thinking about in our household, between the cycling kit and yeah. the running kit. We're just washing Lycra all of the time. I had a really horrible moment the other night where I went to go for a run and I was meeting people at a specified time and I thought I'd got my washing out of the washing machine and I hadn't and all of my kit was in there. So I basically had to just wear like normal clothes to go running in. <laughs> <laughs> Turned up in like oh, an no. actual cotton t-shirt and a like grey mile hoodie it's like this is not going to go well yeah I am hot and sweaty yes great um, what oh. else good in here things like when you forget stuff 
like too often when I, when I told you about the time no, I don't know if I've told you about this it's fairly embarrassing I don't know if I should share it like I forgot my sports bra mm. but yet decided that it would still be fine to run so I uh, but the straps on your backpack are surprisingly supportive oh, oh what like if you like buckle you can, them up you can buckle yourself in quite snug <laughs> it was the worst I only that's ran really like, funny I ran like 5k and was like this was such a you're just like going to strap yourself down with your strap I did it your chest. you know because there's two straps yeah. so I made the other lower hip strap come up quite high <laughs> but then I thought if people like who knows what that looked like my god oh. <laughs> you know those that's women funny. who you always see and you're like you need a better bra you need a better bra I was you're just like you need you need a bra, bra. <laughs> I was wearing a bra just, just not, not a sports one really not an appropriate one I think this is this is my favourite one where it's a pie chart where it says how much you want to go for a run right now and it's literally half and half so much literally not at all <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's what happened this morning Lauren and I had to text bully ourselves into doing the park run because we both were like oh I just don't really it's going to rain I don't really feel like it. Yeah. What else in life do you really, really not want to do? But also what? Also, these people that actually want to go for a run like 95% of the time. Yeah, I know. I would say, yeah, there's there's some times when you're like so ready for it. The times I'm so ready for it are usually the times that I don't have my kit with me or it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm sat in a meeting at work. I'm like, oh, I could really go for a run right now. Yeah, just need to get outside. I love I love this as a, like they've made how many of these? 15? we could add so many we could add so many more <laughs> what were we just saying oh fuel like noon Ugh. yeah the things that you eat and drink because you feel you ought to or you've been told are good for running Ugh. so we were just having a noon discussion so i drink quite a lot of noon some of the flavors are all right but sometimes if you got the ratio a bit wrong they would taste like soluble paracetamol with a bit like powdery texture they're like rehydration yeah they're like electrolyte tablets other brands are available <laughs> Yeah, I can't give you an example. But, no, but there are. But they are. Mm. I got given a tube of watermelon ones the other day and they just tasted disgusting. <laughs> watermelon doesn't really sound like one though. They do. You know when you get things and they just smell really synthetic, a bit like bleach? Mm. Anything like that where they're like, oh, you know, like the bars. The shop blocks are a good example of mm. that. There's uh, Cliff do those, like they're like kind of jelly texture. And I had when I first started running, that was what I used when I was fueling. And... They had like strawberry ones and blueberry ones and also they do, only in the US I think, mojito flavour, which is I suppose just like lime and salt, but just, ooh. You don't, yeah, you don't need the taste of a mojito whilst you're running. No. And I, that's, but that's even where I find when they're like caramel and stuff, I'm kind of like, this is, I don't want this Chocolate. right now. No. Yeah, not, nothing chocolatey. Ooh. but then again also artificial banana is like the worst thing ever oh. <laughs> any artificial fruit so i was having a conversation about gels the other day so like energy gels that you use on long runs mm. and i don't use them anymore because they're gross and so synthetic and so sugary and mm. always make me feel sick yeah and no other point in my life would i put that in my body oh so gross and yeah they always have like yogurt and banana or yogurt and strawberry Ugh. Yeah, I find the whole fueling thing quite difficult on that note about <laughs> running is stupid. Because um, it is a bit like, I don't want to do what I would do outside of my, like what I would not normally eat. But then I'm aware that I need to eat enough to give me enough fuel to keep mm. going. And I want to maximise my performance or whatever. But um, yeah, I've never got along with gels. They make me very sick. Yeah. So I, I had, I did like, for the marathon, I had like a cliff, I had a cliff bar and a trek bar. Mm. So like those bars, they're just like smushed up stuff. 
and they're fairly I mean they've still got some crazy things in them yeah I'm still like wouldn't you know I want to go one step further but I was pleased just to have something a bit more solid mm. than to have the uh, naked bars are gels. quite good but you yeah. actually do have to you probably have to eat a lot of naked bar would you yeah also you have to they're so not dense yeah and they're quite dry that you actually do have to kind of like stop yeah. eat them take a drink eat them I actually tried I think a, a naked bar when I was running once and basically nearly choked I had a bit <laughs> of like a whole like choking debacle while trying I to had run. one or I had a bit of one last weekend and everyone had finished their mouth and started running and I still had some so I was kind of like my mouth was stuck together whilst trying to breathe and run it's just not good yeah. what else to do with fueling oh yeah so just around as well like getting up early enough to have oh, a big yeah. enough breakfast oh I totally failed at that this morning uh, not this morning yesterday morning I was going planning my long run I set my alarm for an hour before missed the alarm just slept straight through <laughs> woke up at the time I was intending to go for the run right um so so in the end didn't do any proper like didn't fuel as I would have eaten a bowl of porridge um and I was we were discussing this earlier and saying how actually like I just feel low in energy like Mm. I didn't I didn't run as good as I normally would because I just felt really hungry and really tired so yeah running is stupid because you have to think about all of these extra things yeah, and running is stupid because some people go up and do a half marathon without any breakfast. You know who you are. <laughs> I like that you look at me and say that was me. It's not. No, me. it's not. It's not me. But I would imagine there's actually quite a lot of people listening that do that. Don't do that. That's do that. really silly. Well, it's that thing of like, yes, I know it's all like what works for you, blah blah. But also, like, I didn't feel good yesterday. I ran eight miles without eating any breakfast, and I didn't. I just didn't like. I know I can run a lot faster than I did yesterday. I have lots of examples where I feel crap from not eating enough running, and also I've just realised that I didn't do my runners low. Oh. which is very related to this so I'll do it now anyway so it was that I um, went and gave blood on Tuesday oh oh yeah I saw your half cropped picture <laughs> well on the on this day on Facebook today hmm. my la- f- photo from last year was oh. a needle in my arm but I didn't crop that one so it's back <laughs> yeah started cropping out the needle in my arm anyway um, I thought I'd be able to run on Tuesday night hmm. after giving blood in the morning and for some reason well I know exactly the reason because I didn't feel beforehand Mm. went and gave you know an eighth, of, an eighth of my blood away thought I'd be able to run actually couldn't really do a lot for whole, all of the day yeah knocked you out it affected me way more than it usually does in fact I got in the lift at work and got out of the lift like six floors higher up and kind of fell out of the lift because I got so oh, lightheaded no. oh. I walked around the corner and my team were like you've gone really grey I was like <laughs> Ooh. And that, do you think it was just because, yeah, the food, it wasn't... Did you eat before? Can you eat beforehand? You're supposed to eat, like, a really good breakfast and drink loads of water. So I drank loads of water, but my breakfast was, like, a banana. Mm, not enough. So not great. And, yeah, I was like, yeah, I've done this loads of times. I'll be able to go for a run on in the evening. <laughs> uh, no. No, I couldn't. No, I couldn't at all. Couldn't even, like, even getting up and downstairs kind of wore me oh, out. Oh, really knocks you out. Uh, so, yeah, just went for a massive dinner instead. That's And, great. like, refueled afterwards, which is the wrong way around to do it. <laughs> Preventative rather than kind of yeah. afterwards. So, everyone's got reasons they think running is stupid. And yet we do it anyway. Yeah, so let us know what your reasons that running is stupid are on okay. Twitter. Get in touch. Tell us what they are. So, for the London series this week, we're going to tackle one that we've been putting off for a while because it's just a bit epic, and that is breakfast. So... I don't feel like this is the final word in breakfast. I think this could change over time. But right now, yeah, these are our favourite breakfasts. And I sort of think we could... This could be defined as breakfast. We could also look at brunch as a separate topic. Oh, brunch as separate... That is a good point because this is very specifically breakfast. Mm. Okay, 
Can you hear how excited we are about breakfast? It is my favourite meal of the oh day. Oh my God. Okay, it's so, my favourite meal to go out for. Oh day. yeah, I, I love going for breakfast. It's great use of pre-work time. Anyway, oh, so smug as well. Oh. I love going to work and being like, I've just met my just, friend for breakfast. Yeah, I'm so cosmopolitan. So London. <laughs> so, so London. London. <laughs> oh my God, we're such dickheads. Anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. So my favourite breakfast at the moment, I'm going to caveat it with at the moment, is mm. Dishoom. Uh, I went yesterday with my team. Uh, mm. So some of my team, so there's six of us. Um, some had been for breakfast, some hadn't. And uh, oh my God, it's just so good. <laughs> Which one? So that it's a chain, but not a very big chain. Four, four restaurants. I've been to the Shoreditch one and yesterday you went to King's Cross. And I had, I usually have the bacon and egg naan. Yesterday I had sausage and egg naan with masala beans on the side and I had their chai for the first time oh. which uh, was amazing as everyone said it was and it's bottomless and oh my god it's just so good it's spicy but not too spicy the naan bread's amazing and it's just really good all-round experience like the service is really quick and really nice and it's, it's just cozy been... but casual it's oh. one of my favorite lo- restaurants in London in general and I think from people who've traveled they always say that that's quite it's quite authentic indian cuisine as well mm. which feels nice um and yeah i mean just the breakfast is pretty epic it's a good take i think i tried to go for dinner last night which was a bit extreme given that i went for breakfast as well totally but the do. um the queue was insane so <laughs> it's uh, a very i need pace. to find five friends to go for dinner with because then you can make a reservation yeah it's true oh, i'm there <laughs> sure we can find others um my favorite my favorite is a place we went the other week mm-hmm. we um a great kind of quick before work but plenty of seating is it's called fleet street press it's on fleet street uh conveniently we've discovered it's a really good equal distance between our workplaces which is useful but they had brilliant porridge which was like two pounds fifty which sounds incredible i hear the incredulousness in my voice porridge can be very expensive these days i paid four pounds for porridge the other day and nearly cried i went somewhere the other day where they had porridge on the menu it was seven pounds ninety five can you imagine did it come with the rest of the box because <laughs> a bag of oats i know like it came with a couple of toppings but eight pounds for porridge oh my days mm. um it did good coffee and again the price of coffee now in london two pounds 80 for a flat white is it's not acceptable three pounds nearly whereas there 240 i paid three pound 20 for a flat white the other day mm. and a little bit of me died inside the price of things in London is annoying in itself. But I feel like those things that to me are quite like buying like coffee, bread and milk are the things that I really notice when the price goes mm. up. Just lovely casual atmosphere, really friendly staff and, and good priced food. Yeah, because I think breakfast shouldn't be a massive hassle, like especially on a weekday. No. Oh my God, such dickheads. Like, oh, I go out for breakfast on a weekday. Anyway, we get up early to do it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> breakfast strongly recommended so get in touch with us um on the internet we are on twitter and instagram at oftr podcast um our website is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com and you can email us on oftrpodcast at gmail.com and we're still on the hunt for people to join in our birthday podcast so if you feel like you want to record something for us get in touch and we'll tell you what we're after <laughs> i love how cryptic you are yeah, i know i think we're excited about it yes we, need, we just want to know we want to share our love of running and that running is not stupid 
with the yes, world. Yes, exactly. It will be kind of like the opposite of this episode where we celebrate running for all its goodness rather than say how stupid it is. Also, we're planning some kind of IRL uh, birthday event. So I like how I always say I-L-R and that's not the right way around, is it? IRL equals in real life. Yeah, you can run with us in real life. Yeah, we're going to do a birthday run. Oh, um, can we have cake at the end? Definitely. So if you're in London on the 6th of March, yeah, it's Sunday the 6th of March. So keep that in your diary if you fancy coming for an IRL run with us. Yay. There'll be cake. (laughs) Um, We also, as we talked about last episode, have started our newsletter. Yay. Our first one went out at the weekend. Woo. We are going to make it hopefully more regular. (laughs) Um, But it'll be in the alternating weeks to this podcast. So you can get a little dose of Lissy and Harry every week if you'd like. Yay, but in written form, not our voices. So get a break. (laughs) Weekly one for the road dose. So if you want to sign up for that, go to our website and there's a sign up form there. That's it for now. We've got a busy couple of weeks coming up. We'll see you soon. See you soon.